1: This is the drive with AD and Raf on 937 the ticket and the ticket All right, everybody. We're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Friday and we need to talk some Nebraska baseball. But before we get to that, I saw the funniest thing on the old Instagram machine. Back in 1977, the Los Angeles Lakers, it was an eight round NBA draft. They drafted Scooby-Doo and a chair.
2: What do you mean? Hold up, a chair?
1: Yeah, yeah. Elaborate on this, draft. Yes, okay, okay. This. So, the the you know NBA teams are probably what like twelve guys deep or whatever. Yeah. And the NBA draft back in nineteen seventy seven was eight rounds. So I'm guessing the Lakers probably thought they had enough players. Yeah. So their last two, the last two rounds, they drafted Scooby Doo and a chair.
2: Like actually drafted. them. Yeah.
1: Wow, yes. they
2: wasted two draft picks.
1: But the NBA came back and rejected the choices afterwards, <laughs> but I I I saw that. I was just like Scooby Doo got drafted by the Los Angeles Lakers. I was like that's the <laughs> that's the best piece of news I've seen all day.
2: That's that's incredible. But uh no, back to your point. Nebraska baseball. How about them? Uh so Nebraska, they have a four-game set this weekend with the uh, Grand Canyon. They win last night 7 to 2 over grand canyon grand canyon's canyon's a program also guys that won 37 games last year um and wow, i believe dude. i believe they went into yesterday 4 and 0 oh. and so they're 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 a, they're a pretty good ball club down there in phoenix um however they need to get some better lighting on their stadium if you watch the espn plus broadcast it's dark Oh, I wow. mean the lights. The good. lights do not show up. They're, they're uh, and they're playing four night games this weekend. Um, yeah, they all seven o'clock. So so Central you standard. yeah. So you Five look o'clock. at um, N- Nebraska and Grand Canyon. Last night they Nebraska wins seven to two. They got a really strong start from Drew Christo last night. Former Elkhorn Antler. Uh, Drew Christo is a guy who has been a member of the team for for a couple of years now. Still trying to figure out what role to carve out, and what I mean by that is he's been given midweek opportunities against the North Dakota States, against the Creightons, and and some. I mean, what I suppose you would you would constitute as a bullpen game, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. But he's now he, he's been struggling over the last couple of seasons to consistently have some productive output. Um, he had a nice little performance over the the la- the first weekend in Dallas. Uh, I believe he pitched against. Was it? I believe he pitched against Oklahoma um, on Sunday. Yeah, Drew Christo, Drew Christo got in there, but then last night he started the game, went six six strong innings, four strikeouts, just one earned run for the former Elkhorn uh, High School baseball player. So uh, hopefully, we start to see Drew Christo come along because that was also a guy that out of, out of high school was looking at being drafted, and so you yeah. might remember that year. Um, that was the year, I believe, of COVID, if I remember correctly, and they they shrunk the draft. They shrunk the amount of rounds. Not as many guys got drafted that way. So Drew ended up not getting drafted. But if it would have been the usual amount of rounds, Drew would have had a decision to make on whether or not to go pro or come to Nebraska. So um, Nebraska. Hey, here's the thing: they're two and two. They have a chance to to you know once again get another one tonight. And and if they leave this weekend, five and two.
1: Call click dot or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done. So, so, so Nick, I was going to ask you: Do they have who, who their like three pit, three top pitchers will be on the weekends? So, it's, or it's, are they still it's working not, on that?
2: It's not set in stone. Um, they they they're throwing out the same. So, I mean, most of the time it's going to be a three game set, right? You'll play on Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday uh, in a series. Sometimes you'll have the four games. Um, that Thursday game is going to be similar to yesterday. I think Drew Christo is going to be kind of that guy there. Um, and, and As of right now, this it's the same starting rotation that it was in opening weekend last week in Dallas. Friday is going to be Brett Sears. Saturday is Will Walsh, and Sunday is Caleb Clark. And so those are the three guys that they're kind of going out and in, in, in that order, but it's nothing to set in stone, and even Will Bolt admitted that over the last week is that they're they're still figuring out which roles guys are, are gonna hold going into the to the you know, the strong and, and bulk of the season. So
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Roster there. Yep.
2: Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. They they have a solid roster, a couple of really nice guys on, on that, really really good ball players out there. Um obviously and Dylan Carey, who's gonna be a guy that'll hear his name called in the MLB draft at, at the end of next season, uh, because he's just a sophomore here to this year. Um, they also have Caden Brumbaugh, who came from Oklahoma State two seasons ago, was expected to be a big part of the roster last year, but uh, I think was was banged up a little bit, and he ended up red-shirting in 2023. Um, so now here in 2024, Brumbaugh's kind of going to be your everyday <clears throat> second baseman. You'll have Dylan Carey, who slid over to shortstop. Um, and how about this? How about Josh Overbeek? Josh Overbeek ended up breaking a finger. In, in the opening weekend, mm. he was the starting third baseman right. and leading hitter through those first three games down in Dallas for Nebraska. Broke his finger. He's going to miss about three weeks of time as well. Uh, so that's something Nebraska's going to have to replace. Uh, but then you also re- return guys like Josh Karen behind the dish, who's a three year starter at catcher. Um, you're going to have you re- return Gabe Swanson in the outfield as well. So uh, you hope that Nebraska is kind of on this upward trajectory. It's been a little disappointing mm-hmm. since that regional appearance back in 2021 uh so you hope that they're on an upward trajectory to where they can uh kind of carve out some wins especially in the early parts of the year because as you know with big 10 baseball it's not the most well-respected conference nationally mm-hmm. you don't get a lot of rpi benefits yeah you don't you don't get a lot of rpi benefits you know, beating Northwestern in in May. And so you just don't. It's not – they're not the SEC schools. They're not ACC schools it's warm or weather. Big 12.
1: It's warm weather. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And so so part of that is Nebraska needs to figure out ways to rack up wins early on because similar to Husker men's basketball where it's all resume killers, that's the bulk of the Big Ten season unless you're playing, you know, Iowa, Indiana, or um, – I'm trying to think of one more. One more. Maryland's going to have kind of a, a downward year because – they lost a couple guys to the draft, and their manager ended up going to Alabama. Um, so there's there's been Iowa's kind of the ranked team. Indiana's mm-hmm. in the top 25, but if you're not playing those two teams, if you end up you know getting swept or if you even lose two of three, your RPI is going to take a pretty significant
1: hit every week. Is it Nebraska warm weather school now? I mean, it is sixty every day. Well, it, it, it is sixty
2: every day, and that's where it's going to be interesting, guys. When UCLA join UCLA and those those Pac twelve yeah, when, yeah. when they join the conference, I'll, I'll be interested to see Tony Patiti, the Big Ten commissioner, has a major league baseball background. He's been involved in in Major League Baseball, MLB Network, and oh. and things like that. He's he was a former executive for them, so he has a, a pretty strong baseball background. Well. I'll be interested to see if they start to implement early conference games mm. into the season, right? Where all right, maybe maybe we see Nebraska in week two of the year travel to UCLA and face Probably UCLA night. for a three game set or USC or even Oregon. And so I'd be interested to see that. And then that would then mean, you know, maybe you make a trip down to Arkansas or you make a trip down to Vanderbilt or Ole Miss or Mississippi State, you know, later in the season mm-hmm. just to try to Fin, you know finagle and figure out ways to you know keep your RPI somewhat balanced throughout the entire year instead of all right Nebraska at the end of the non-con might be in the top 30 RPI but just from playing baseball and even winning games sometimes just because the RPI for other Big Ten programs aren't very high or or also well aren't respected well respected they're gonna take a hit and yep. so yep. uh Nebraska's got to kind of gotta that's why these mid, these early season games are so crucial for huskers
0: so, yeah.
1: And then we got Oops. we got Nebraska Beach volleyball. They play again today. They, they That's right. were they swept six to nothing yesterday against McKendry. There you go. Nebraska nice. Nebraska women's gymnastics is at the big fives tonight, five o'clock on the Big Ten Network, so you can watch that. And then Prue State Bowling. They're down in Topeka. So I didn't um, see that going to try and get a spot in the NAIA tournament. So good luck to Bruce State also. So there's, there's sports on sports on sports this weekend. Yeah. Who You're needs right. it? who needs the NFL and college football?
2: You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. All right, Rafi, we got Raff's good take when we return.
1: Thanks, All right, we'll throw it a break. Just the drive, 93.7 the ticket.
0: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.